Hey, get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, oh, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's catch this flight. Pour another cup, oh, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Hey, this your boy Tight. Can't say the tight without the 1205, know I'm talking back. But you're tuning in with Ray Ray's podcast. Kicking my boy Ray, the toxic mommy Victoria, and my dog G Ray. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we back again. Man, we back. Ray Ray's podcast. Hello Studios, 18th floor, looking over the city. We back in it again. One more time on this beautiful Saturday morning. You know, blessed Saturday morning. You know what I'm saying? We started this show off, you know, with the prayer. We got a blessing this morning. So, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling right. You know what I'm saying? I hope everyone is doing good out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's the month of October. Uh, so, let me, you know, breast cancer awareness. Shout out to all the ladies out there fighting this. You know, coming out stronger. You know, you know we we love y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know we support y'all 100%. Uh, today is October 16th. AKA National Bosses Holiday is what they say it mm. uh, today is. So, you know, shout out to all my bosses out there. You know what I'm saying? Salute to all y'all. My little brother's birthday, 15th birthday. All right, shout out little, little man, 15. Get, get some prospects, uh, some college prospects. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, 15, you're getting at that age. Make sure, you know, you know, had to talk with him, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you had that talk with him? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. I haven't. You're going to have to. You, have to have to. you know, nowadays, with these kids, you got to do a little bit younger. Yeah. I, I was I, one of them kids that had to have a kind of young too I, much. I, I, he's pretty focused on basketball. He's pretty focused. So he's he's already almost as tall as me. Yeah, he's pretty focused, so. But well, yeah. he could be focused on the basketball. The girls could be fo- focused on him, <laughs> focusing on the basketball. <laughs> so you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, yeah, man, we're back. You know, we're back. Man, I'm so so happy. Uh, the last couple of episodes have been really good. You know, our last episode, uh, last couple of episodes, you know, we did our 50th episode. Uh, we we had some really some really good guests, the last few guests. So, man, Today's guest, man, he's amazing, but we'll get into it in just a second. But, you know, you know, something we integrated into the show a few weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? We want to speak these affirmations out to y'all. So, everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is. If, you know, you're feeling yourself out there, you know what I'm saying? You're going through something right now. Um, we got some words we want to speak to you, you know what I'm saying? So, let me get, you know, I got a little, little background music. We're going to play in the background. We're going we gonna to speak these affirmations to y'all today, all right? Uh, all right. Okay. All right, all right. We're going we're to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. All right. So, everybody, if y'all ready, yeah. look in the mirror. Get your swag on. You know what I'm saying? Believe right now. Know that you are beautiful. Beautiful. You're loved. Loved. You're needed. Needed. You're alive for a reason. Reason. You're stronger than you think. Think. You're going to get through this. going to get through this. We are glad you're alive. Alive. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. All right, Ray, over here with the with the Atlas. Give me the Atlas, man. Give me the Atlas, but hey, no, bro. But we're for real about this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, it's real. You're going through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? People are dealing with battles every day that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. So we gotta speak life into people. You know what I'm saying? We gotta motivate people. You know, tell them like, hey, people out there care about you. You may not think no one cares about you, but we care about you. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I hope you turn into this show. You know. Maybe you get it for entertainment. Maybe something motivates you. Uh, if it helps you in a hard situation, we want to be whatever you need. So, man, 
man, ooh, I feel spiritual man. right now, man. I feel like I'm about to ready to get a word of God ready, tomorrow. Ready, <laughs> ready, ready to preach over here, man. But yeah. So I hope everyone takes that. They use that for this next week. You know what I'm saying? Help them get through some stuff, all right? Um, again, thank you for everyone that's uh, voted for us for podcast of the year. You know, hopefully we'll find out the results real soon. We're mm. taking the podcast of the award home. Um, hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, it is, it's going to be. We'll yeah. speak it into existence. We're, We're speaking it into existence. All right. Yep. All right. Y'all already know if you don't hear the clicking, you don't hear the flashing, you know who that is. That's the man, Perry Young, P, you know, at P dot man's M-A-N-S underscore. For all of our pictures and everything, man, this guy is doing amazing, amazing work, amazing work, man. God bless this guy right there, man. He's a, you know, salute to you, King, you know. All right, so we talked about the Cosign Awards. We got, you know, we got we to gotta do our due diligence, thank all of the sponsors. Uh, thank Shell Shack, Sushi Marquee, uh, Shakerton's, Ebb and Flow, uh, Hello Studios, anyone that contributes to Ray Ray's podcast, we thank and we appreciate y'all, uh, you know, a lot. We thank y'all, we thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. All right, okay, so... Ray, you know what I'm saying? You've been, you been keeping up what's going on in the world lately? Um, yeah, man. There's just a lot going on. Um, uh, yeah, a lot in sports. Uh, basketball's about to start here in a short a little bit. MFFL, Mavericks Ma- for life, baby. Mavericks look very strong. Jason Kidd looks like a very good uh, – very impressed so far. I know it's preseason, but I'm still very, very impressed on what's going on with Dallas Mavericks right now. Um, so other than that, yeah, this is – yeah, just living day by day, just one one day at a time. I got a small little rant, not really a rant, just mm-hmm. you know, just just a statement. I just want to tell people out there, let's be creative. Let's stop making fifty thousand remakes and reboots. Oh. I saw a commercial for the new Home Alone. I'm like, why? Oh. Why are we making that movie? Let's let let's be creative, people out there in Hollywood. Y'all make too much money just to remake Bro. <laughs> some movies. Come th- on, now. did I send that to you? I, th- I don't remember if I sent no, that no, to you I or not. But it. I was like, what? But, I was yeah. like, oh, oh my god! That's basically what I felt like when I, when, I, when, I, when I heard that, all right? Yeah. Man, all right. So, you know, we got that, man. We got, you know, got a good show planned out for you. So let me, I'm going to introduce this person we got on the show, all right? So let me, let's paint a picture. Let's, let's go back to circa 2020, all right? You know, the, everything was kind of locked down. Uh, you know, things have started opening back up. Uh, one of the homies, you know, George Lopez, shout out George Lopez. He's like, hey, bro. Come meet me a come meet me a XOXO. I was like, oh, all right, I ain't got nothing else going on. So I came out to XOXO. Then little I know everybody that I knew from the industry was gonna be at XOXO that night. Uh, I guess that's one of the first few nights they had opened up. Uh, it just started popping and started meeting a bunch of people. And I remember walking outside. I think I was either meeting you, Ray, or you were leaving or something. Mm-hmm. You walked outside and I, I, I saw this guy that we're gonna have on our show today. We started shoot, you know, shooting it, shooting the shit as they say. Um, it was, it was, we just joking around and, you know, we exchanged numbers. Then from there, I would always see this guy out at different places. Like, man, I just saw you here. I just saw you there. Just everywhere I would turn around, I would see this guy. Um, and the one thing about Dallas, Dallas can be a very pretentious place. Uh, you got a lot of people yeah. who have certain status, and they, they kind of look down on certain people. Uh, this is not the vibe I got from this guy. You know, he was, you know, 100 uh, from the jump. And there's not a lot of people that are like that, and I really appreciate that. Um, even to start the show off, man, no one has ever done this. No one has ever done this before. He called his pastor, and his pastor said some prayers with us, and it really kind of moved me. Like, words can't, can't even explain how it moved me. Um, I'm, I'm just so grateful for this guy to be on our show today. 
I want everyone to give a great Ray Rays podcast welcome to Mr. Brandon, a.k.a. B with the billion on Instagram. Maybe. <laughs> Let's give him some love here to Ray Rays podcast, man. What's up, buddy? Hey. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great? Yes, sir, sir. Sound like you kind of had a little rough night over there. Well, uh, hey, man. Everybody, I'll tell you the truth. It, it's almost surreal that I'm doing this mm. with Ray. Because I, rem- I, re- I know faces. I remember faces, but I don't know a whole lot of names. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to do a podcast. I've been approached with people to start my own podcast, start my own TikTok, mm-hmm. you know. And I just didn't know how to do it. And then out of the blue, Ray Ray called or Insta- messaged me on Instagram. And I almost felt like I wasn't worthy. You know, like it's such an honor for him to even – have me on the show and you guys that know me out there know that you know I talk a lot of shit but also <laughs> I'm the I'm a really humble guy at heart because of my I grew up my dad was a bricklayer mm. I grew up in a small town in Texas in the south side of the tracks in the Late 70s, 80s. I'm going to tell my age. I'm 49, but black don't crack, so I look good, okay? <laughs> and so I grew up with a – I grew up in a – I grew up in a black neighborhood. I had two of the white dudes in there. Yeah. And this is this is right after uh, desegregation. Mm. Okay, so imagine integrating whites with blacks in schools, right? So – a lot of animosity, which if I was African-American, I'd feel the same way y'all did. But I just didn't know it at times. So I was a kid while I was getting bullied, beat up in grade school, you know, wasn't accepted by either side of the, you know. Mm-hmm. The whites didn't like me because I lived on the south side of the tracks. The 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 My friends, mm-hmm. you know, my African-American friends that were on the other side didn't like me. And the only people that protected me were were, were the mamas, and they, they called me baby, mm. you know. And so my best friend, named Trina, she's, she is a – now she, is, she has her master's in counseling uh, in uh, a high school in South Dallas, and both my parents passed, but I grew up with a big mama, you know, and now my – now my both my parents are gone, so my 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 mom and dad are are black. And can I can I say what he calls me? What do you call you? Because he's proud of me. and He says this out of love. <laughs> I'll call him up. I just my dad passed away a year and a half ago. Yeah. My mom three years ago, mm-hmm. and he would always call me up, and he would always say, "I'm so proud of you, my Pecklewood son." <laughs> I'm so I'm so oh proud of you. Gosh. He would, and so I I just gave my dad I just bought him a brand uh, my my dad a brand new truck a year before, right? It was a hundredth year Chev, Chevy Silverado, I think it was a ZT or what do you call it, package? I mean the nicest one on the on the lot. Mm. And my family members were like, "Hey, give it to so and so so," and I'm like, "No, I'm giving it to my dad now." Yeah. Mm. 
Look, you you know how you know how they are. They got three cars, four <laughs> cars in a driveway where we grew up. Two of them don't even work. One of the doors is missing. There's well, a different hey, color door. No, right? listen. <laughs> and so he he he's my dad. You know what I'm saying? And so I I told his my mom, his his wife, Pearl, I told Pearl, I said, Hey Pearl, if I'll give him the truck if he gets rid of two of them. And she goes, Son, I've been trying to do that for 15 years. I don't think he'll do it. <laughs> and I called him up and I go, hey, MF, if you want this truck, I, th- those two cars better be gone in a week. He moved them the next day, got <laughs> started crying. And so from there, I mentor probably, and you guys that are listening to this, all you young bloods know, I mentor probably by 20, 25 young cats that came from nothing that I see that when God speaks to me and you guys that are listening, you know who you are that I speak to them and they're all Latinos and African-Americans, probably one white. So my, my comfort zone is in your community, right? You know, it's just, that's how I grew up. And so when I go out, like when I saw you, I mean, that is my <laughs> your comfort zone. My comfort zone, man. Just who I feel more comfortable with, because there's a lot of fakes in Dallas. Ooh, uh, that's, that's there's a lot of fakes, man. <laughs> that, yeah. A lot of fakes, and I just keep it real. Mm-hmm. You know, so All right. so uh, it's an honor to be on your show, man. At I appreciate the end you. of the day, I, I couldn't you. believe when you asked me. I was like, you, I, you heard me. I go, why, yeah. why me, man? Why me? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, you know that's something we share personally. I told you why I wanted you. You know, so we, we kind of keep that between us. Uh, but before we dive in and learn a little bit more for you, we got we got these bills paid real quick. So we're gonna cut to a commercial. So give us about forty five seconds, and we're gonna get to know my man B here in just about forty five seconds. All right, so we'll be right back. Here we go. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. And Ray. And Victoria Castillo. You know, we represent Rare Base Podcast. We always come straight from Zoom Studios. Hey, you probably even heard us on Anchor.fm slash Ray Rays, but that's besides the point. What's important right now is talking to you about David Street Mercantile. Located in the heart of Bishop Arts, just outside of downtown Dallas, it has a small town feel with an amazing staff. You can find anything and everything from essential needs, home goods, novelties, balloon arrangements, and so much more. For more information, go check out their Instagram page at Davis Street Mercantile. Or you can visit their website, davisstreetmercantile.com. And once you realize, hey, I like Davis Street Mercantile, you can tell them that Ray and Ray and Victoria Castillo. We sent you their way. Davis Street Mercantile. Check them out. All right, so we back, you know, we back, you know, we live, 18th floor, you know what I'm saying, looking over the city, here we go. This view's beautiful, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, it's beautiful. Okay, so for those of y'all who listen to the show, y'all know what's coming next, you know, this is where we kind of ask some quick fire questions off the top of the dome, we don't know where we're going to go, but like I said, this segment is called... Slow down, I just want to get to know you. Slow down. We just want to get to know you. We're just going to ask you some quick rapid-fire questions off the top. We don't know where we're going, but we're going to go there, all right? So, real quick, we're going to start this off with tell the people who you are and what it is that you do. All right, I'm unemployed. I was a chiropractor for 17 years. My partner was in pain management. We grew the biggest pain practice in Dallas, Um, owned a lab, owned a 
hospital. I still own uh, passive income in a hospital. I have a, a seven patents on a biomedtech device. You can look it up, Biotras, B-I-O-T-R-A-S dot com. Um, I've got Harvard, Cornell, Johns Hopkins on my board. Um, instead of using cadavers, dead people, we patented a, a product that looks like a skeleton from the torso up to the to the head and a uh it looks like ballistic gel but it's a it's our proprietary blend of uh of that gel and um now i'm in just uh private equity uh raising money looking for disruptive technologies with my team i got a really strong team i'm not gonna name names because i won't brag but very (laughs) powerful people in america and uh, also in import, export, food commodities. Um, shit, man, I don't even know. I'm in so, I, I mean, I work on my phone all the time. Like I was telling Ray, I was on the phone with China last night from two to five, moving chicken paws from uh, Monterey to uh, Hong Kong, you know, in 1.5 metric tons a month. Um, that's a lot of chicken feet. And they love that. They put it in soup. It's disgusting, but they, (laughs) I don't know why. Imagine a chicken foot. Weighs about eight ounces. But now I'm just an entrepreneur. I look for opportunities. And what I'd like to tell everybody is every morning when you wake up, speak affirmations in your life. You know what? I do this every day. I I read a book of whatever. What's today's date? Today's the 16th. All right. So I read Proverbs 16. Solomon wrote it. Son of David, wisest man ever, right? So whatever the day is, I read the chapter, ask God to give me wisdom, knowledge, understanding, right? And then I say my affirmations. I'm holy, I'm righteous, I'm faithful, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise, I'm generous, I'm highly favored, I'm powerful, you know, I'm strong. You guys that are going through something and you don't know what you're going through, right? God will get you through everything, but you have to speak it. Like he said, look in the mirror, look into your soul, look into your eyes, speak those affirmations. You have to speak it. God spoke the universe into creation. He didn't think it. So if you think it, you got to speak it and speak it with authority because we are all kings and queens on this earth. And you have to have a purpose. You are who you say you are. You are. No. If you say you're weak or you're a loser or you, you know, you know what, you know what stops 99% of people from being on successful entrepreneurs? Y'all worry about the how. Yeah. Right? See the end. See the end and act as if you're at the end. And then God will bring people, circumstance, events into your life to fulfill your purpose, Right. And if you don't have a purpose, you need to you need to find your purpose. Ask God for your purpose, right? You know what mine is: starting charter schools in third world countries. Man, that's awesome. That's that's really awesome. Everybody else that's listening, you know your purpose in your heart, but you don't know how to do it. I don't care what background you came from. I was an underdog. I wasn't supposed to be anything, and I was blessed enough to be it. I've had money, lost it, had it, lost it. You can always make it. It's just how you think. 
It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a paradigm shift. You have to think positive no matter what you're going through. And don't worry about your background. I, hey, a lot of you dudes, you know, you just came out. Of, you just came out of the, Y'all just came out of the pen, right? And I'm mentoring you. And I know a lot of you guys are so, so intelligent that if you just turn that street hustle into business hustle, you are a millionaire, brother. And sister, you can do anything you want in life is if you believe in yourself and speak it. So question for you. What makes you feel like your best self? Say that again. What makes you feel like your best self? Helping others. Man, I like that. Raising people up. Yeah. I'll tell you a story. There was this dude, six six brother, tatted up, braids, didn't even know him. And I was blackout one night. I don't even remember which club I was at. <laughs> but that's when the spirit really gets me, right? <laughs> he asked me for advice. I gave advice. Okay. This is before Citizen moved to the new citizen. This is the old citizen. Okay. I remember me telling you the story? Yeah, yeah, we talked about this, yeah. So I gave him, I don't remember what I told him to do investment-wise. And then I saw him like two months later as the old citizen, and he came up to me. I didn't, I recognized his face, but he came up to me, and he looked at me, and he goes, hey, bro, I wanted to say thank you. And I'm like, well, for what, bro? And he goes, for, you, you remember what you told me? And I go, bro, I, I don't. And he goes, well, man, what you told me, I did. Because, hey, people, it's important when you feel something. If you don't act on anything, you ain't going to be nothing. He acted, did whatever I told him to do. So he made $8,800 in three weeks. And in between that time, his sister passed away. So he was able to pay for her wedding, I mean her funeral. Man, I buried my head in his chest and cried like a bitch. Because I was so grateful. And then he pulled out his pocket, two, two racks, and said, here, I want you to have this. And I said, bro, don't ever do that again to me. I said, what you need to do is bring some other young buck up. Give that to somebody that needs it. Right? I didn't do it for the money. So if you, you in, in the universe, you have to give without trying to receive anything from what you do. You have to give from a genuine place in your heart. When you do that, you will be blessed. And God will, that's, that's called God's favor. God said he will always bless a generous giver. But when you give, you can't give out of like resentment or give. You, you have to give with joy, with happiness. That's the key. Yeah, because some people, what's uh, it called, regretfully, you know, help. Ah, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Wait, no problem. You know, you you got to also give with not expecting to receive anything back in return. Like, especially, like, if I have people that ever ask to borrow money, I'm not expecting that money back. So I'm giving it to them because I'm not expecting it back. I'm not worried about getting it back because, you know what I'm saying, evidently they needed it because they asked me for it. 
evidently I don't need to get it back. If I had it to give it to them, then I'm good. All right, crazy story. So when I first started out as a chiropractor, right, mm-hmm. I had a pro golfer. He's an old, old, old timer now. Lanny Watkins is his name. So I would, when I was in my 20s, I hung out with old dudes, not the young guys, because I wanted to learn that, and I want wealthy guys successful, right? I remember having to go to a country club. I don't, I don't even golf, but I met his ass at 7 a.m. for breakfast once a week, and you know what he told me? He said, when you give money away, it's not a loan because most of the time you're not going to get paid back. Yeah. So don't ever expect what you give to get back. Just do it with a grateful heart, knowing it's not going to come back. Yeah. And I have learned that from this day when I give money out, I don't expect it back. Yeah, because um, money can ruin relationships easily. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I learned. You can, you can lose a lot of relationships over money. Over money. Um, and that's why you ask the question, is this money worth my relationship with this person? No, it's, it's not. You know? Oh, and another thing, don't ever do business with friends, family. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other story. <laughs> and you know what? Money, <laughs> money's called currency. It's meant to flow. Okay. <laughs> it keeps flowing. If you get it, give it. Get it, give it. It's not stagnant, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. a river. Yeah. It's always flowing. It's always flowing. Okay. So here's a question for you What do you think people seem to misunderstand about you? Depends on the race. Mm. Wow. If you're white, I'm cocky. My persona. Uh, if you're uh, Latinos, look. I mean, I, 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 like I say, me sangre es Latino siempre. Like my blood is Latino forever. Uh, I'm so close with a lot of African Americans that they use the N-word with me, right? <laughs> and then their friends here, they'll call me that and think I'm racist. And I am the, I'm the least racist guy. <laughs> it, it, I will rather help out people of color than my, than my, my you know, I mean, that's a, that's the biggest misconception to me is that, you know, that, and that, that, that hurt, that hurts my heart, man, yeah. sometimes, but I don't do it, you know? No, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Everyone has their own opinion. You know what I'm saying? It's not your job to change your opinion. You know, everyone's going to have their own opinion. Hey, but also there's a lot of haters in Dallas, man. Oh, fact. Okay. Factors. If you're making it, if you've made it and you, but you come in, I treat the, I treat the valet the same as I treat the owners. Right, and a lot of people. Not going. I'm sorry. A lot of people like see that as as arrogance, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can walk in and do whatever you want, when really, it's not that way. And there's like, they call them thirty thousand dollar year millionaires here in Dallas, man. A lot of dudes faking it. Boy. And I just I get a lot of flack because, you know, I do this and that, and they, you know. I, I could definitely vouch for that too. I've been security at the nightclubs for forever, like ten, fifteen years, and uh, you got a lot of pretentious people, a lot of people that act like they got more than they have. But I've seen you around, and you, you're a you, doorman, okay? <laughs> you're a doorman. Hey, doorman. where were you? Where were you? Doorman. Was that cutie pie? Doorman. Very, doorman. Um, 
Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> Fucking. You were a cutie mice! Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, hey, Ray, don't lie. Did I take care of you? Uh, yes. So, uh, yes, I could say. <laughs> I remember. He worked the door. Did I always juice you? Yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. We're good. We're straight. You know what I'm saying? He, I, can, I can honestly say, he's, you, uh, out, of, out of a lot of people, I've met, I've met a lot of people at the front door of these nightclubs. Uh, and restaurants and bars, wherever I worked at, and uh, you, you honestly are one of the most humble people that that I've, I've met. And they, you know, so you, genuine, authentic. So I just want to definitely give you give you the, the, your flowers on that, essentially. So yeah, I really appreciate. You that. know, and there's a lot of entitled people in Dallas yeah. that feel like they are entitled to get into clubs and are entitled to get into spots but, when you're not. You don't know how hard it was for me <laughs> to control that door of cutie pies during COVID. Dude, hey, I remember, <laughs> hey, listen, this is no BS. I remember Ray, and I, I just now remembered this. And the occupancy had to be at a certain level. And I was like, bro, bro, I got to get these people in, man. Did I slip you a C note or what? what? I don't remember. I, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, it, I'm no, not but it was just, but it, I was like, I was like, not, not like being command. I was just like, like going, Bro, please help, me. <laughs> help. Please me. help me. Please help me help you. But there are a lot of there are a lot of other. Um, there are assholes, man. People in 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 the nightclub business. What's uh, a little bit of notoriety or name to themselves that that I've had getting confrontations with at the front door that I felt very uncomfortable. But you know, I appreciate you, man. Really hey, and hey, Maria. Lagios, if you're listening, you're on next. <laughs> Rico Taylor, you're coming on next. So, come on, get ready. Y'all gotta get ready for it. Yeah, ready. Ready. and all the restaurants we're coming to because that's our next stop is going to restaurants. We're gonna talk about that later. You know, that, that's gonna be down the road. Gonna, all right, what's the next one? Let's go. All right. So I got one more quick question. Then I want to kind of dive into kind of you and you know about your career. But here's just a real quick question for you. All right. So, if you were a ruler of your own country, what would be the first law you introduce? Hmm. Freedom of speech. Okay. Freedom of speech. Okay. That's that's we can dig deep into that, that conversation. One, yeah, yeah. That is a whole book of worms right there. And also, yeah. no like no limitations on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish the world was colorblind. It, it, you know, and, when, ba- and it's just based on potential. It's based on your potential, not your color. Right. Man, like speaking. I'm, I have two daughters, right? Fluent in French and Spanish, and they know me. I mean, I don't hang around a whole lot of white dudes. You know, I work with a lot of them, just but you know, because because of the industry, but. It's like my daughters don't see color. Yeah. And I, I, I think that it's going to take two, two more generations, two more. Yeah. You know, but the, the, the especially African-American community, after LBJ passed, um, uh, what was it, Medicaid? Or where you got paid for uh, having babies, destroyed the black community it's basically welfare basically well, yeah, welfare yeah, yeah. when they started giving welfare yeah. out it destroyed the black community yeah right i mean my 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 father told me that right 
It's like if you're African-American, you're a father, you need to love on your kids and see them and take over. Period. 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 And you know what? That's going to change the world. Yeah. You know, that's the goal. If you're a dad, take care of your kids. Love on them. Speak life into them. Tell them there's no limits. There's no color. Like if my daughter wanted to marry a black dude, if he had a great heart, and I looked into his soul, and he's willing to, you know, he loved her. I'm, I'm totally cool because I always wanted a mixed baby. I just never had one, okay? So I know my daughters are beautiful, too. You know, they're going to be a beauty. He, said he, wanted, he wanted to dip in that chocolate one time, you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> hey listen, hey, hey, real story. My grandmother, my grandmother, let me get off. My grandma, Trina, who's my sister, who's my, my parents' daughter that now has a son named Jackson who plays at Mansfield. He's a junior basketball he's dope so shout out to jackson shout out jackson i brought trina over to my house one time with my grandma when we were like 16 17 and i told my grandmother and i'm from the texas panhandle right and i said hey grandma grandma meet my girlfriend man i thought she almost fell off that damn chair and had a heart attack (laughs) you know so i i don't think that i don't think america realizes how far we've come in in race relations, you know. There's we, still we still got a ways to go, but we didn't. We didn't no, we didn't listen, it, hey, and if you're white out there and you say white privilege doesn't exist, you're a liar. You're a liar, or or you're or or you're ostrich and you got your head in the sand. Okay, it does exist. So what you got to do. It's your obligation to help anybody, no matter what race, color, gender, you know, whatever they are, gay, straight, whatever. If they have talent, bring them up. Period. Man, he's right over here. He's spitting facts. Y'all, oh. y'all weren't going to expect this today, right? Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't know we we're going to get this type of word. I mean, these truth bombs and this knowledge, all right? No shit. I, 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 I didn't. And hey, listen, my brothers of color, you know who you are, <laughs> that are more successful than I am. Because people are like, hey, man, you this, this, man. You know what? Money's relative. Money's relative. Because there's always somebody with more, right? Mm-hmm. And I know a uh, one of my homies. J.B. Bidase, he is grandfather, he's Jamaican. His grandfather was Pablo Esquire's attorney. Mm-hmm. He shot a dude in the dick when he was young because he was pissed. <laughs> so he had to go in the jungle. <laughs> he had to hide in the jungle. And, he, and, he, and his family's money had to hide in the jungle. It's a, it's a true story. Had to hide in the jungle. They got him out on a PJ, flew to New York. He was dyslexic. He was 20 years old. Whatever reason, he got, he lived in Spike Lee's basement because he could DJ. Right, learned, learned, went to school, taught himself how to read, ended up being one of Goldman Sachs' highest African Amer- uh, earners from mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs in New York. Now he has his own private equity firm. Yeah. Wow. You know, so 
Don't judge a book by its color. Yeah, so don't judge a book by its cover and also don't limit yourself. Mm-mm. Don't put limitations on yourself, you know what I'm saying? So, man, you can overcome any obstacle you decide you, you know, to get over, all right? So many people worry about the how. Mm-hmm. The how stops you 99% of the time. Just see yourself where you want to be and believe it. Believe it and see yourself there. And then let the universe, whatever you believe, I don't care what God, or, but somebody created this, right? Yeah. You believe it, act like, act as if, and and it'll come to you. Somebody's going to come. Here's a, here's what a lot of y'all make mistakes in. You, you, opportunities come to you and you pass on them. You have to act. When you see an opportunity and you don't take it, that's on you. If you don't think you're good enough because you're educated, man, you know what? Like Elon Musk said, his kids aren't going to college. My oldest is going to go to college. My youngest won't because college is bullshit, right? It's reading books and learning. Learn, Man, that business is business. Either you got it in you or you don't. So when somebody comes to you and you filled it, do not be insecure enough not to take that jump, right? You got to burn the sails, burn that damn ship where there's no going back. Too much risk is much reward, right? If you don't take it, and a lot of you are passing up opportunities where you could be very, very, very successful, but you don't think you're worthy. You are worthy because God created you're in the light. You're in the likeness of God. You are God in human flesh. Just you have to speak it and act, act on it. Man, you you diving into some good stuff, some stuff that I want. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna want you to come back for a second episode. We're gonna do a second episode of this. Hey, this is my first one, people. So I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, we're gonna do a part two. But before we wrap this episode up, what is it that you want people to take from this episode that you're saying these facts and knowledge? What is it you want people to take away from this episode that they're listening to right now? It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what education. I don't care if you didn't graduate from high school. I don't care if you went to prison. It does not matter. If you have that drive, that talent, right, and you speak, just like you said, what impressed me with you, Ray, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know this. You started with affirmations. Yeah. I started with, there's a guy named Bob Proctor. He used to have, Six minutes of success, right? And I used to listen to him every morning while I was on my bike working out. If you do not speak life into yourself, if you do not believe in yourself, then how can you be successful, right? If, if anybody gets anything out of this is know you are powerful, that you are strong, that you are loved, that you are worthy that's it. Man. Man. Ooh. They kind of- oh, and hey, they, listen. I was telling you, Ray, last night. Next to the Bible, I want you all to read a book by a guy named Wallace D. Waddles. It's called Science of Getting Rich. This, I think it was 1910. You know, America in the late, 1800s and early 1900s went through an area we were going through a phase of enlightenment 
right right after slavery ended, a lot of a lot of African Americans were getting blessed real quick. Then the establishment, the world controllers didn't want you to know the secret. And the secret is it just in your thinking and your speaking. So Wallace D. Waddles, Science of Getting Rich, it's not a long book, but it has so much facts in it that's relative even today. And Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, who, let me tell you one more thing. All right. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, is a second book, but it is long as hell. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, but listen, he studied under Andrew Carnegie, the, the, the first billionaire, right? And guess what I do? If I'm the smartest man in the room, I'm making a mistake, right? So what, what, what Napoleon Hill learned from Andrew Carnegie, he became a steel magnate, right? But he hired... Uh, it's called a, uh, um, uh, it's a circle of, um, damn it, I forgot the name. Anyway, you, you create people around you. Charles Schwab was his, was his, was his five, like CFO Mm -hmm. chief. He paid him a million dollars a year back then. You have to have a squad of people around you. He knew nothing about steel. He knew nothing about railroads, right? But he had a team around him that did. So you don't have to the, – the key thing on this is, and what I do too when I walk into board meetings, hope, you know, run them, you don't have to know everything. Just have people that do know. That's it. So don't think you have to know how to do everything. Just build a team around you that does. That's simple. Knowledge. Knowledge, folks. Wisdom. Wisdom. So if y'all hearing this, y'all need to run this episode back, get your pen and pad out, you know what I'm saying, and just jot this stuff down because this is stuff that you know can help you know benefit and change your life. You know, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. And again, thank you so much for coming on and dropping these bombs on us. And like I said, we're gonna have a part two. Right. I'm so uh, it's a, it's such an honor to be to be on here. Yeah, it's such an honor. But like, it humbles me so much. That y'all would invite me in here, but we'll do a part two. But hey, people, you got an open did, invitation now. Now you have an open. Hey, if invitation. we if we have a part two, I'm gonna go in a deeper dive. Okay, I was I'm superficial, ready. right? Yeah. Today, I'm ready to start a whole chronicles. Yeah, 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 we could do a whole series. <laughs> hey, this. hey look, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I started the secret, you know, by Rhonda Burns, right? Right. It's called the secret. All right, you can't read the book. You can't. You got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people are either. Auditory kinesthetic, right. right? Learners, or you have you watch it if mm-hmm. and it's a and it's kind of it's it's kind of lame as hell, like mo- movie, <laughs> but you get the auditory, the visual, and the kinetic, right? Mm-hmm. You watch that. That changed my life. That is what <laughs> was because I grew up in a very conservative Christian environment. Once I watched that movie and started speaking my power in God, like who I am. Then that's when things started changing. And that's a very powerful movie. I think it's a documentary, more of a documentary, but that's a very powerful. I've, I it was like in 2007. It. You yeah. can get it on iTunes, download it. What I did for three, no, four straight months, right? Because I was in tax trouble. I was broke. I was in debt. And I started 
retraining my subconscious mind, right? So I went to sleep with that movie on. I'd go to sleep with it on because you know what? When you're awake, that's your conscious. But what really navigates and controls you is your subconscious mind. So what you most of y'all need to do, I listen to frequencies, right? Five two five two eight four three two, like God frequencies, right? That change you. Anybody else stu- study Nikola Tesla, right? The greatest mind of all time. You have to go to sleep with things on when you're sleeping to change your subconscious mind. So when you wake up, you think different and you have to do it over and over. I, I swear to God, this is the truth and I, I'll be done. <laughs> and the secret, they talk about manifestation, right? Thinking like, all right, um, Imagine getting a uh, somebody buying you a cup of coffee. Try to manifest a cup of coffee. Okay, I was like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna manifest a car." This was on a Monday, and I had to do the scene, and I felt like a nerd. And I made sure my daughter and wife were out the room. <laughs> right? I, this is this is this is true. On God, this is true. So there's a part in the secret, and if you guys go back and watch it, there's a dude sitting in his recliner. And he is literally visualizing and driving a car, shifting gears. It's so corny, but I did it. And I did it for about three minutes, and I felt it. That was on a Monday. Guess what? A dude bought me. This was in 2012. He bought me a 2011 Porsche Turbo S. And I drove it for a year because he was a car junkie. And his wife couldn't know that he bought that car. So he said, I bought it, was making payments. I didn't make a damn payment. <laughs> and then I gave it back. To, so, the hey, law, there are a lot. We're gonna, on the next one, we're going to go through. There are 12 laws of the universe. Okay, we'll hit that next. I like that. Yeah, we, we, we're going to get on that again. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, uh, shout out your uh, social media where people can find you out on social media, man. It's B, just the letter B. With a billion. I like that. Because you know why? You visualize being a billionaire before you are a billionaire. Hey, I like that. I like that. Okay, 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 man. Again, shout out to all of our sponsors out there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Everyone, you know, that, that helps Ray Ray Podcast be successful. I uh, mean, thank you for all our fans. You know, we're nothing without y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in to this, man. This has been just such an amazing, amazing episode we've had. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but before we leave, I'm going to leave you off with something, uh, you know, like a little final thought. It's something I heard from Jay-Z. Uh, he said, you don't have $100 until you have $200. You can't afford to buy something until you can buy it twice. So mm. that's just a little knowledge for y'all for the week. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is your boy, Ray. And Ray. You know, this is another edition of Ray Ray's Podcast, 18th Floor Hello Studios. We out of here. Everyone have a great day, all right? Let's do the damn dang this week, all right? Get money all day, get money all night. Sip my drink, oh, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Roll one up, let's catch this flight. Pour another cup, oh, let's get right. Getting paid, I'm getting paid. Hey, this your boy Tight. Can't say the tight without the 1205, know I'm talking about. But you're tuning in with Ray Ray's podcast. I'm kicking my boy Ray. 
toxic mommy Victoria and my dog G-Ray. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.